Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Home Recording Podcast, a new four-part series all about home recording, the equipment you'll need to transform your gigging or practice rig into something that allows you to create great music at home, and maybe some hints and tips on how to get started or how to improve. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Focusrite's Simon Poulton. Hello, Simon, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Um, hello to everybody there. Yes, absolutely. Now, obviously, Focusrite are a, a, a massive and you know hugely important company within the recording world, both professionally and for those you know, creating their own home studio, uh, home studios. And we'll, we'll obviously be delving into that during this episode. But you yourself are also a, a producer and a bass player. Um, you play bass for Josie and Corey Bantic, and you've created remixes for some of Josie's tracks. And you have an absolutely incredible bass collection, as we've uh, spoken about just before starting this podcast, in order to keep this podcast on track and me not just go off and talk about um, bass guitars. But I guess tell us a, a little bit about what got you into recording rather than just bass playing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I suppose my um, move into recording, I mean, I, I first got the bug when um, I sort of, sort of relatively early in my bass career sort of started messing about with like looping um and uh, just doing like solo tunes using a loop pedal and some effects and stuff like that um and back then it was just recording onto like a, a little zoom like hard disk recorder um which was good fun but obviously then you would load it into your computer and you just had a wave file and you'd, you'd yeah. put it into a, a wave editor and, and, and do what you could with it um and and you know and and so I did that for a, a, a couple of years, um, and then a band that I was uh, sort of touring with at the time, um, we started to do more recording, and that involved us. We didn't. We were sort of. Uh, we didn't live particularly close to each other. And so the easiest way of doing it was to record our parts and then send them um, to each other. And then eventually when we did the album, send it to the person who was mixing the album. Um, and so I sort of scrabbled together some gear um, you, uh, with the help of somebody who I was living with at the time. And he had a computer that had Cubase on it, like some really early version of Cubase. I can't <laughs> even remember what version it is, CE or something like that. And um, and he also happened to have a um 
a focus right i think it was the vocal track um which i think was um this is sort of delving into my uh, legacy product knowledge yeah. now but it's basically <laughs> like a, a, a two track um vocal preamp essentially um with a with a di um in it as well and and he had all that hooked up and so i was like oh can i borrow your stuff and so over the course of you know a month or two i was recording my parts for this album um using gear that i had no real idea of how to use but it was essentially just you know uh, a, an early well a preamp with a digital um interface with it um into into cubase and, and did all my parts like that and, and and sent them off so um and then you know a couple of years down the line i uh, had some friends who were working at focus right and they'd just released the um the sapphire series um and right. so got my hands on a sapphire pro 24 i think it was and got hold of logic and, and and then just sort of went from there and just sort of continued doing uh you know remote recording and um and bits and pieces like that and and, and now pretty much everything that i do certainly for josie um and then uh Corbantic previously and a few other projects every bit of recording that i do i mean especially given current sort of um, situation worldwide everything is remote um really and, right and so yeah i mean it, even um before um even before we were stuck in so that's it yeah i mean like i said with with the josie um band everybody's dotted about and so it's not particularly easy to get everybody either into one place to to record um or um you know to travel just to sort of do a song or something like that and most people in the band are um you know decent producers certainly decent to the level that you can plug your uh, bass or your guitar um or whatever into an interface record your stem um and then just send that as a wave file to the person mixing it that um, is kind of it that's kind of it about the way home recording has gone you actually mm. don't need your entire band to have an incredible setup because as long as you can as long as you can capture it and because direct recording you know without certainly on bass you know direct recording without sort of miking anything up has mm. come along such a long way as long as you can get that raw file across to someone who who can you know mess around with it um, then you're you're already in a in a fantastic position. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you like you say, you don't need loads of you know to to get recording. If, if if you're in a sort of a band situation or an artist situation that requires you to to record remotely, you don't have to have loads of mixing mixing shops or mastering shops or anything like that. You you just need to know how to get your your guitar or your bass or piano or, or, or your vocal um, into your computer with a light, nice clean recording um, and then you just send that to the person mixing it and and hopefully they know what they're doing um, so it's it, it really does open up a world of, of, of recording to people who don't necessarily need to have a, a lot of knowledge to start yeah absolutely and it's become you know and especially with things like likes like focus's scarlet range which we'll get into shortly especially with ranges like that where it goes down to things like the scarlet solo it's become incredibly affordable to do that you're talking you know less than a hundred pounds to have the interface that's gonna do the recording and then kind of as long as you've got your your live equipment that you can capture that sound for well that's almost the only expense obviously you're going to sort of need monitors the computer the door potentially headphones and anything else but as a as a super basic um very mobile setup that interface is going to do an awful lot for you just as a basic absolutely and 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 like you say it's it's certainly with our scarlet range and, and with our claret range um as well it's it's, it's more about just, um ch choosing what 
inputs and outputs that you need. Um, yeah. Largely the, the, the feature feature set across the ranges um, within the Scarlet range and then within the Claret range. The feature set is, is generally the same. And so it's um, it's just about choosing how many ins and outs and one, like, how many ins and outs that you want. Um, like you say, with, this, with, the, with the Scarlet solo, there's one microphone input and one instrument or line input. Um, and so for like a singer songwriter who just wants to get some, you know, demo tracks down or just record them, you know, record an album themselves or, or whatever. Um, that's a, you know, a fantastic place to start. If you're, yeah. if you're a drummer and you want to record, um, you know, eight, eight microphones, um, for a band or just to sort of see, um, or just to start practicing recording, um, then yeah, like the 8920 on the other end of the spectrum for, in the Scarlet range, um, can, can let you do that yeah um, that's and it then, and then we've got like the studio bundles as well that come with the, the uh, a condenser microphone and the headphones so so you you can if if you really want sort of to, to to get started and you want everything in one in in one box then they're really great places to start as well do they so the the bundles i thought they just existed at the solo range they exist at, at other tiers as well do they we do the solo and the 2i2 Right. Okay. Um, so, um, yes, yeah, so like I say, the solo, which is one XLR input and one instrument or line input. Um, and then the 2i2 has two com, uh, like, like com combination ports, which like XLR raw jack. Exactly. Yeah. So you could have a combination of either two microphones or two instruments or one or the other. And, um, yeah, like I say, they come with a headphones and a, and a nice condenser mic and, uh, yeah, which is a great idea because it's kind of an all-in-one. It's it's a great way to get started. Now, I guess, um, well, actually, first of all, what what do you use then at home for for your own setup? And do you do the main production for all of the for for all of your stuff that you record? Are you the band member assigned to that, or does it go elsewhere? Um, so, using the, um, the 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 Josie the band as a um, as an example. Um, I'll be in charge of doing all my bass parts, and uh, usually I will go. Um, I use a Claret Four Pre, um, so a four, the Four Pre for my Claret range, um, Claret Four Pre USB. So I, I use one of those. Um, generally speaking, I'll plug my bass, and I've got like a, a Noble bass preamp. Um, right. Which, uh, oh, very which, nice. Yeah, uh, which are fantastic. Which is for, for those listening is essentially a, a tube um, uh, base preamp, um, and that then goes into the Claret, um, and then I just record into Logic, and then I don't do anything to the base part within Logic. I don't compress anything. I don't do anything with it. I literally send the raw um, base recording as a, as a wave file over to the guitarist, who then mixes everything once once he's collated everything from the rest of the. Um, from the rest of the band members I see. um yeah so my home setup is is a is a four pre um and then uh yeah but but with anything else like if i do like a remix for somebody or if i'm writing my own material then yeah i'll, I'll just do all that at home i, w I wouldn't go out to a, a bigger studio or anything like that i'd just do it all at home of course um, Although I should no, mention, I... actually, for this podcast, I am using a um, a Scarlet solo. So this is this is oh. the solo with the um, with the microphone as well. Oh, there you go, there you go. Yes, actually, I, I too am using the Scarlet solo. I think I've got one of the because it's on the third iteration now. So I think this is I'm, right, a, yeah. I'm a generation behind. I think on the on the solo, it's just it's easier to have something very small that's just dealing with my mic than to set up the rack of stuff I have over the other side. So, but yeah, the the funny thing is speaking about the solo i was like surely the solo is focused right's best-selling product 
it's under £100. Most people are either going to be recording a guitar or they're going to be recording... Well, sorry, I mean, when I say guitar, I mean recording direct in or they're going to be recording using a mic, whether that's for vocals or um, or miking up an amp. And this has the two inputs. Kind of for anyone doing one thing at a time, which I would assume is most home studios, the solo kind of covers all bases. But it's not the it's not the best selling product in the Scarlet range. That would be the two i two. Yeah, yeah, the two i two is is by far and away the the the, the biggest selling interface that that we have, um, and is I, I think it's actually the, the the biggest selling interface in the world in the yeah. world ever um, is the is the two i two. So um, yeah, like you say, I, I think that again the solo is fantastic. I think that people like the. Um, uh, the, the options of saying, well, um, I'm, I might want to record uh, two uh, two microphones at the same time, and it's yeah. certainly like moving into this era of like podcasting and things like that, um, being able to have a, you know a conversational setup, two microphones um, is a, is a really good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you know, also if uh, as we were speaking about on uh, two weeks ago episode from when this uh, when this one comes up comes out or actually also on last week's episode a lot about the dual miking of guitar amps and mm. and kind of how to achieve that the 2i2 actually will allow you to do that whereas um you know the obviously you could still do it with the jack input i guess on the scarlet so- solo it's scarlet solo is more geared towards a single thing being used at at one time yeah um, absolutely like i say the solo would be might be good for for somebody who just wants to do a you know a single uh, simultaneous recording at the same time or, or like a singer songwriter but like, like you say yeah 2i2 would allow you like as a bass player like often i might choose to record uh, a di um straight into the interface and then and then also put a micro microphone in front of a, a, a cab right um and so the the 2i2 will allow you to sort of do that mix and match recording um and then and then choose what you wanted to do in the mix process which of which of them you wanted to use in the mix process I see. I see. And and so within the kind of the USP the USB interface range, Focusrite splits into into two areas for sort of the home level stuff, which is which is Scarlet and Claret now. Mm. Um, but, uh, and and there's there's kind of there's a, a massive there's a massive range of uh, interfaces in the Scarlet range that kind of deal with everything you might need. Um, but what what separates the Scarlet and the Claret? Uh, from each other yeah certainly from an audio spec point of view the clarets are a step up um uh, both of the like in the third generation of uh, the scarlet the third generation um when we launched the claret range um we introduced our air feature um which is a um sort of a, a hardware emulation um of our ISA, like the mic preamps of yeah. on our ISA range. Um, Which is that, an incredible thing to include on sort of, you know, relatively entry-level price point. Right, absolutely. Um, and so so that we, we introduced that um, in, in, in the Claret range when, when, when we first released those. Um, and when we did the, um, the third generation of the Scarlets, we decided to also add um, that air feature into the Scarlets as well. We, fa- we found yeah. a way of doing that. Um, and it's a nice way of sort of drawing on our... On our heritage with our most uh you know w- w- um well-sold uh interfaces as well so yeah. it was a really nice way of sort of tying those two together um and so so both of the ranges have the air feature the, the clarets do have a better audio spec um right so, and, and that's what obviously you know increases that price point as well i, I always thought the air thing was uh, was an unusual thing to add i was surprised when it turned out turned up on the scarlet just because 
I always thought that was the feature that separated the claret from the mm. scarlet. Um, it, it was certainly it was certainly one of them, absolutely. But but there is there is more. Uh, like I say, the audio spec is is yeah. is a step up, and I think that when you are the the if if you're in that kind of situation whereby you 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 want to up your productions, uh, don't get me wrong, the scarlet sound absolutely great. Um, but when you want to sort of go that step further, um, the clarets will allow you to do that from a sort of a, a, a fidelity point of view, you know. Um, and 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 then there are other things like the uh, so for example in the scarlet range, the eighty nine eight is the first time that you get the ADA in. That's the first moment in the range the 898 right. where you get an ADA import um, which allows you to sort of break out into other into um or to add in um like another eight channels um yeah. like a, a mic preamble or something like that um in the in the claret range that uh, the, the the smallest in the range the two pre has ADA input as well um right so, so that lends itself to sort of well you know i i want to be able to uh record more uh, more channels um so um, but I don't want to have a massive interface. So you could have a two pre for when you're in, in, in your in your home studio, and then if you're going to a, a larger studio, you take your two pre, you know, plumb in a you know a, a, an eight uh, channel mic pre, uh, and then and then you've got sixteen channels to play with. So, um, so yeah, so things like that. Yeah, um, I guess and that expansion is really useful. This special home recording series of guitar nerds is sponsored by Neural DSP. And now Guitar Nerds listeners get 30% off all Neural DSP plugins with voucher code GUITARNERDS. Neural DSP create unique industry-leading guitar and bass plugins designed to make you sound exactly how you want without any sacrifice in tone or dynamics. Their range includes signature plugin rigs available from some of the best modern guitarists in the world, like Corey Wong, Tosin Abassi, Adam Nolly Get Good and Pliny. Plugins like Corey Wong's Archetype give you everything from crystal clear cleans and edge of breakup blues brashness, whilst the 14 series brings out all the crushing modern metal distortion you could possibly need. The point is that there's an amp here for every type of player, and with a 14 day free trial of any of the plugins at neuraldsp.com, with no credit card required, you can try before you buy and then purchase with the confidence that you're buying the right rig for you. And don't forget, enter code GUITARNERDS at the checkout for 30% off all Neural DSP plugins. Follow links in the description of this podcast or visit neuraldsp.com for more info. So yeah, uh, so the Claret Range comes with our uh, the, the Brainworks um, Focusrite console um, plugin, um, which they released uh, about a year ago, I think it was, um, uh-huh. and that is effectively a uh, you know a VST emulation of the ISA 110, which is the uh, the EQ module, uh, and the the, the ISA 130 uh, dynamic module, which is the compressor limiter with the DSer and the expander and the gate and things like that. I see. Um, so yeah, that sort of brain works, um, pulled all that into a single VST and, you know, we sent them some, some cool old hardware to, uh, to work from. Um, that's, and so, yeah. that's incredible. I mean, the, 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 that's incredible that you're getting that stuff on the Claret. I mean, the ISA range is something that always really excited me. And I guess one thing I've, I've almost bypassed here is talking a bit about the history and the heritage of, of focus, right? Cause the IST, uh, the ISA stuff is, uh, is very much, you know, the a kind of a a cornerstone of what was what has always been that the focus right thing. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether, you know, whether your listeners sort of know any of the history, I mean, the the, the company was started by um, uh, Rupert Neve. Obviously, that, that, that name um, comes with a, you know, a, a lot of history. Um, so the company was started back in 85 by Rupert Neve and then and then uh, sold to um, our founder, uh, Phil Dudridge, in, in 89. And 89 is where the, the company sort of really started to, to ramp up and, and, and they... In '89, that's when they sort of started with the Forte desk, like the big uh, desk desk with all of those essentially ISA modules in. Yeah. Um, and I think there's five left in the world, four left really? in the world. Um, <laughs> and and th- that's what makes all the the outboard ISA stuff so appealing right. now is just that you can have a slice of 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 what you know what kind of started all of that. The, the sort of the you know the the gold badge of um, of recording quality you can now get as a as a little piece of outboard gear essentially absolutely yeah and you know pe- people still go mad for the for, for the Lundell transformers um, yeah and, well of course yeah and uh, be- because they sound great and and like i say that the isa has a, a a tone and a character and while essentially on with our technology and and the, and the work that we do we want to be moving forward um uh, and, and and we do but the but that that little air feature is just sort of like a nice little tip of the hat back to to, to the uh you know the, the isa way of doing things and um, but don't get me wrong like the isa range is still a a, a, a current range and, and and lots of people still um still really love it yeah yeah absolutely i use a an isa one um right. yeah m- more or less more or less for everything i got i bought it to couple with a a, a nice mic that i got because you know it, because in everything that i read up on it it was like oh well this particular mic was originally intended to be used with you know the original mm-hmm. um the the original neve or isa stuff and so the isa one was a fantastic option for that i kind of use it for everything now just for running bases straight into as well because yeah. it has kind of quite a nice range of subtle range of like tone shaping abilities on it as well so um, I think you can get something incredibly high fidelity and very clean from an ISA one. And so, yeah, for sort of vocals and for and for just direct recording bass, I think it's an ultimate solution. But the ISA stuff is aimed maybe a, a little bit less at home studios and a little bit more at professional studio spaces and things like that. I would say so. Um, although, just briefly bringing it back to 
bringing it back to base. I actually know a bass sure. player uses one li- live. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, uses an ISO one just as his preamp and then runs it into <laughs> a power amp and then into his cab. Um, yes. So yeah, they sort of turn up in, in, in strange places. Um, yeah. But yeah, sort of the, the, you know, the higher end, like you say, I've, I've seen a few ISA ones in home studios um, and then, and then sort of going up into the rack units, you start to seeing them as uh, you start seeing them in, in, um, in, in the bigger studios. Um, if, you know, if the bigger studios are lucky to have like all the, the old red stuff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like you'll see the, an ISA 430 with working with them and things like that. Well, speaking of the red stuff, so the, the red compressors were focus rights. I don't, I don't quite know the history of the red two and three. I only knew them as plugins that you got with the, you know, with every sort of focus, right. And they were really good as plugins, but they originated as actual sort of relatively famous rack mount compressors. Yeah, absolutely. And well, there was a whole range of them, um, EQs, compressors. I think there was, I mean, I, I would have to maybe go back and, and, and check this again. This is test, <laughs> testing my legacy knowledge, but I think there was a, a power amp as well, um, right. which was, uh, I think, a little bit short-lived. But yeah, the the, the, the old red range um, w- were super well thought of, and, and you know, sometimes they they, they come back onto um, um, they come back onto to eBay, but really not very often. I, right. I, I had somebody. Uh, a, a media partner who who I work with, and they really wanted to get hold of one of the EQs, the red EQs, and they were like, "If you ever get one into the service department and it's not, you know, it's it's not going anywhere, then <laughs> can you let me know?" And it's like, no, they they really do. They just go back straight out to the people who sent them in because yeah, nobody's selling sure. them. No, yeah, of course. But that's that seems to the the preamp. Uh, sorry, the plug-in version of the of the red two and three compressors seem to have been something that have been um like a free feature with all of the all of the focus right interfaces forever absolutely um, yeah yeah the, the, we, we redid the the two and the three uh the two being the eq and the, and the three. Oh, sorry yes the three's an eq the two it's sorry the three's is that right three's an eq two's a compressor two is the eq and three right, is yes. the compressor <laughs> um and the and yeah they come with our scarlet range our claret range um so again like we you know we spent a lot of time you know working with the hardware and, and, and developing that vst so you know again effectively with a, with one of the scarlets you're getting the air feature which is pulled straight from our, from the isa and you're also getting along with the other software bundle that we can talk about um the the red plugins as well which gives you a you know gives you a, a really good um emulation of, of the old red units as well yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty good starting point for e- anyone having access to you know plug-in versions of of such wonderful legacy gear, all kind of now starting on <laughs> starting at the entry level price point on mm. the on the Scarlets. Um, yeah, that's a very decent selection of bits and bobs to get started on. Um, okay, so from uh, from a, like a home recording uh, home recording perspective where what would you what would you recommend um for people like where where should people start is the is the claret range worth going for do you need to couple scarlets with isas um as i have done um you know yes i guess i guess that what what would you recommend a sort of home recording studio in order to in order to make sure you can capture everything from sort of vocals to guitars to bass I think a really good place to start is the Scarlet range. Um, I think if you're if if you're new to recording, um, 
or even if you've not, even if even if you've been recording for a little bit and you and you simply don't have an interface yet, I think the Scarlet Range is a really fantastic way to start. Like the um, the, the the quality is extremely good. Um, the the price point is 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 there for you know for for those people who it matters to, um, and and like we, we've tried really hard um, on the Scarlet Range particularly um, to just remove as many of the barriers as we can to to, to getting started as um, as we possibly can um because you know and you know you, you and you and i are sort of like um and and probably most of the people listening are very geeky about our instruments like we know a lot about gear like about bass guitars and, and guitars and things like that we know a lot of stuff and we spend our time looking on ebay and looking on forums and stuff like that we know everything there is to know about bass and guitar and things like that but but even 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 those people like if often talk to them about recording and 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 sometimes it can be like oh well I, you know it's a bit of a dark art or um and you know i've never really known where to get started and so that was they were the people like the people who wanted to know but just hadn't really sort of taken that first step um we really wanted to remove the barriers to getting started so so with our scarlet range like you, you plug the unit into your computer and it a, a little icon, a little scarlet icon comes up on your desktop and, and you double click on that. And then it takes you through a bunch of questions like, what do you want to record? Do you want to record yourself? Do you want to record a band? Um, you know, a number of questions. And then, and then it puts you in front of content. Like this is how to get started with your scarlet unit doing this particular thing that you want to do. Yeah. So, so this sort of uh, quick start tool um, is, if, if you're not quite sure what you want to achieve or how or how you can achieve it, um, then the, the, the Scarlet Range, as soon as you plug it in, it's gonna it's gonna start you on that journey, um, and 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 then just sort of moving up from there. If, if you've already done a bit of production, or you want to upgrade from what you've already got, then the Claret Range is a really good place um, to go there. Like I say, uh, a, a, a higher audio spec, um, some other sort of uh, a, a, plug-in software included in there that again is sort of on that um, medium to advanced um, level of um, you know mixing and, and, and things like that um, but certainly just getting started um, the, the Scarlet Range is a really good place to start and, and really the only really choices that you need to make initially of are how many channels input channels and output channels you want to start with yeah of course and and you know that that you know you talk about the quick start thing on the Focusrite website um, listener there's actually there's even a, a guide to what interfaces is right for you on there which is which is very helpful if you're not sure from kind of the massive range of of scarlet and claret stuff that's there you can you can answer a few questions and it will give you options and compare them which is very useful but there's also kind of quite a lot of education stuff like it, it does feel like focus right are trying to be you know more than just a company that create recording products as you say you're trying to you know break down the um you know the boundaries to to recording but you have like a a, a second website like a, a like pro focus right which is um you know dealing with more of the, you know stuff like red and the isa and bits and bobs but you have loads of guides and videos on there as well um where engineers are talking through kind of their setup and how to achieve different things as well. That's it, absolutely. So, so the Focusrite Pro side of things, like you say, covers the ISA range, our RED range, and then our RedNet range, which is audio over IP, which is a whole other conversation. Um, and and so that part of the website, um, that sort of secondary website, is very much focused on like like 
solutions like uh, workflow solutions and things like that. Um, and it, and again, you know, they're the kind of um, people who know a lot about it and actually they just want to be able to apply their problem to get a solution. And, and, and so that's what that website is, is, is for, is to sort of talk through these workflows and how we can solve um, particular problems and things like that. Um, yeah. You know, and, and a lot of that's like broadcast, like we had a bunch of redneck for the last couple of years now, we've had a bunch of red night, uh, red net, um, like broadcasting out the Super Bowl and, you know, lots of other things like that. So, um, so that's the, yeah, that's the pro side of things. That's, that's a, a whole other story. I see. I see. And, and, you know, my favorite thing to, to talk about plugins wise, you guys also do additional sort of software solutions separate from the ones that, that come on the, on the interface, um, in the, in the um, the time and tone stuff, it's it's soft tube stuff essentially that you've teamed up with them for. But they are they specific um, uh, specific plugins for focus, right? It's so yeah. So so if we're taking the Scarlet bundle for example, um, Claret bundles essentially the same um but you get the brain works as well but talking about the scarlet bundle um yeah essentially what we've tried to curate is a a, a suite of, of software that lets you get started with everything that you want to do so you'll find a couple of daws in there ableton live um pro tools first um and then uh the, yeah like you said earlier the red plugins um xln um keys um and then the the yeah the soft tube time and tone bundles, which is a reverb, a, a distortion delay, um, and and a mastering tool as well. So um, that is uh, yeah it, that's their time and tone bundle. So that I think that is a that's a commercially available thing from from soft tube, but we include it within with, with our scarlets and clarets as well. And then on top of that as well, if if you're a, a Focusrite hardware owner uh, and you and you register your product with us, we also do our plugin collective, um, which is. Uh, every two months, um, we introduce a new um, plugin collective offer, and we partner with third-party plugins like Positive Grid, uh, Nugent Audio, uh, UJam, Mastering the Mix, and things like that. And, and we will we'll give away one of their one of their um, uh, one of their plugins. And often at the same time, it will be like have this plugin for free from our from our VST partner, and have fifty percent of off of one of their others, or, or, or some example like that. Um, so we're really just trying to sort of you know, in, increase people's ability to sort of to to build up their library of, of of tools that they need to get better at what you know get better at producing. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's such a goal. That's such a, a fantastic way of kind of community building within all of this to to just open the doors and make it more accessible. I do think you know plugins, especially, is such a um, a minefield when you start of kind of not knowing where to go because there are a, a billion of them. Um, and you know, there's there's a, a billion of of every different type of thing you need from a you know a compressor to a to a guitar amp. Um, there's so much; it's so difficult to know when you start out. So having something like the plugin collective that is that is educating people on what the sort of best bits are. You know, the these are the these are the brands that focus right um, are willing to partner with. So it's a, it's kind of a good uh, a good guide for people getting started as well. Absolutely, and, and and like I say, you sort of you you then get a couple of months to really dig into the, to that plugin. Um, like you say, the 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 choice nowadays is is, is crazy. Whereas if if this is the only uh, sort of fr free platform, if you like, of, of getting plugins, you, you can really sort of dig into you know the latest offer um, that we're offering, 
you know, for, for a couple of months and, and, and really get into that. And then the next one comes along and, and you're giving yourself quality time with that tool to, to, to really learn about it. Um, so, so that's a, a nice way of doing it as well. Yeah, super cool. Um, well, that's that's about all the time we have for this week's episode of uh, the Guitar Nerds Home Recording Podcast. Thank you very much for, for joining us this week, Simon. It's been great to have you on board. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Not at all now. Of course, dear listener, if you know you are just getting into this, you definitely want to visit focusright.com and check out everything. It's such a, an incredibly substantial range of bits and bobs that I'm sure you'll find something for you there. And you can, of course, uh, follow Guitar Nerds on all the major social platforms with at Guitar Nerds or join us on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum and on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. Um, we'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.